1: West Coast, you you play in the nice weather. East Coast, you're playing outside. You may not shoot as well, but you're a lot tougher. Do you feel like East Coast players are a lot tougher than West yeah. Coast?
2: Yeah, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. West Coast players be a little soft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Slow
3: down.
0: What's up? This is Out of Pocket, the Hoop Show for real hoop fans. I'm the Jethro Jenkins. Josiah.
1: Sure, I'm Zach Schwartz. I want to ask you, gentlemen. Uh, what's the dumbest thing you would do to lose thirty nine million dollars? Oh God,
3: bro! Like we haven't, we don't know if he's lost that thirty. Yeah, million, true. <laughs> Fair enough. because he can come out busting ass and get that thirty nine right back? <laughs> uh, I don't do dumb. Uh, the dumbest thing I ever did was I lost a fifty dollar bill at Wiener Schnitzel, <laughs> and I'll never forget it. It was firm in my pocket. And then I went home. Like, oh shit! Tried to go back, but it was in the hood. Bro. my and <laughs> it, it was gone. <laughs> Bro, right, right. That had to hurt, dog. It was like birthday or something. Uh, I was was stunned. you know. You had that fifty when you were young, and it hurt. Thirty nine fucking million
1: dollars, dog. I feel bad for him. That's an insane
0: amount of money, bro. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. Let's look at the positives. He gets like one ninety three. True, <laughs> bro it's still 39 million yeah. bro you talk about hear people talking about like they got fined 25k oh you know they make all this money it's still 25k they still be hurt they missing that yeah. 25k this man might be used losing almost half like a what 50 million
3: yeah you know 40, what i'm saying straight 40 piece but i don't blame him I'm, I'm, i blame society let's be real <laughs> not, not convicted of any crime man likes to go to the titty bar nothing wrong with that i don't do it but i'm just saying if i was 23 single had disposable income. I would support my local
1: communities. Beating up kids that come play pickup at your house. Allegedly. That didn't lose him the 50, no. That didn't lose him
0: 40 million. Allegedly. That
1: I mean, I don't think it lost him the $40 million, but in in a series of two weeks, it that comes out, the slap slapping. All it was old shit, though. It doesn't help.
3: No. <laughs> it doesn't help, man. It feels like Warriors fans typically got together, started the smear <laughs>
1: campaign. <laughs> How
0: do Who y'all feel man? about the Jalen Rose interview? Like, the clip, is, the clips that we've seen so far. We're recording it prior to the interview actually dropping, but... We've seen the clips, though. How y'all feeling?
1: I feel... Like, well, I mean, the clip looks like he's, like, doing his best to try to lie about all bro, of it. No, the feds
0: like, were looking for this man. It was about to be John Morant versus the United States of America. Of course he's having a very scripted conversation. Yeah. Bro. I what would be, too. Like, oh, you're now sitting with the
3: burners. Right, and right, wings? right. Chicken wings and burners. Right, like, what do you, you know want what him what to mean? be talking about? But I, I, think when you look at that interview, obviously ESPN didn't get that interview because they would have told him go fuck off. Jalen Rose had that uh, impassioned speech. I think the week before, Jaw's team mm-hmm. probably saw it, like, all right, he's the perfect dude to do it. Look at all that right. pristine lineup, the the dyed black joint. Go yeah, ahead, and the again. polo boots Jaylen's on in the picture, and I'm glad polo he's boots. doing it. And I think <laughs> <laughs> I hope Ja has
1: like figured it all out. Is my to take away and like I think more than anything like I'm sad for him that he's gonna lose 39 million dollars like that fucking sucks yeah sucks. so we sucks. feel like
3: Jock comes back Monday against the Mavs he goes on a tear he can't get that all NBA back even third team to the room
1: isn't it a game doesn't he have to play a certain number of games to make all NBA yeah and he missed that minimum he might it's going to be close. But I, the, the
0: take is that people are saying the voters are seeing him being suspended and stuff and be like, I, he's not going to be on list. It's just
1: ugly. It? It's six, just six,
3: it's not a percent look.
0: Caucasian voters? Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 68% <laughs> Caucasian voters he's not getting bro, it. They see him off a of perk. They see him off a of perk. You know what I'm saying? Dragon Titties Titties out outflashing the great joint. It's not 80%. Well, actually, it's 70%, right, 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 right. It's, it's not, not one in uh, 80%. It's uh, one it's it's, seven. Right, come on, <laughs> Come on, man. But yeah, it's not looking good for him. What would you do in order to keep that 39 mil though. I'd play with half a leg, bro. There's, so, there's, it, the, it, it would be a the, lot.
1: That, that would what's be. the fire Festival meme? The guy that's like, what would you do for that water? And he's got that look in his eye. $39 million is a lot of money.
3: Oh, that's a lot of money, dog. Might have to spend the block. Get some of that back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> before, I'm going to get my Right, right,
3: right. They thought I was
0: thugging before, my boy.
3: <laughs> look no. at me now. You go for me. Grizzlies fans, I need you to go ahead and hit it. If Shit, you want me to man. stay. But I think he'll get that money back. That's the great thing about the NBA, well, all the, the back-channeling, the secret shit that goes on. Hey, John, invest in this thing. And then here you go, your 39's
1: back. For self so, for so. All right, the Lakers uh, have lost some games that they should have won, and they're in the play-in game slot. So I want to ask you guys, what is your dream play-in matchup?
3: Fucking, the dream is that the Lakers are in the play-in. I don't know I don't have a <laughs> dream matchup. Where hey, play. They got to be there first hey, to do God. it. I'm not really feeling, we got to figure out AD. Just turned 30, man can't play back to backs. What are we
1: doing? Why did he they say play back him that back. Houston game? It's like, you look, at it, you look at the calendar and it's like there are teams that are playing head to head and one will lose and fall behind you. You have to win this game. And you're going to sit Anthony Davis and lose and trick one off the Rockets. And people will be like, oh, well, they should win without him. Well, it's like, well, who gives a fuck? Win the game. Not the Win the Rockets, game in front, Rockets front of you. That
3: be, just beat the Celtics. St. Louis's very own Jason
0: Taylor. Oh, man. What we, what, what, what's going on with No, that? I'm not, not even. Okay. I'm, but I'm just saying, the Rockets. <laughs> what does St. Louis do? You feel me? No,
3: the Rockets are beating good teams as a point. So, I'm for, to so, make. for so, Don't for sure. So, for sure. Don't let that nasty so. ass record fool you. And you can look on paper and be like, oh, we got two against the Rockets. We got two against you the know, jazz. What, We're
0: not good enough for shit to ever be sweet, though. That's That's the issue, bro. We're not that team or yeah. let me just sit AD and we can still get this win we're not that good no. you know what I mean
1: do you know how sad it is that I, like, looked at the standings and I was like, thank God the Lakers really aren't in that Wembenyama race anymore. Not that they were going to have the pick, but thank God they weren't going to trick that pick off. We knew that wasn't going to happen, Zach. But, yeah, like, yeah. dude, oh, that I, that kept me up because that's some shit. That, that's like Babe Ruth shit. That's, like, franchise-altering. Look, everybody's rocking with Wemby. I need to
3: see that man play an NBA game first. I need to see how his body's going to hold up with the NBA season. There. On paper, again,
0: just like the Lakers schedule. Looks great. Got to go out there and do it now. Is he playing 82? Yeah. How do, you about, how do you feel about LeBron? You know, he dropped the image where, like, you know, he's, I guess he's revving up. Tank. He's getting close, you know what I mean? Yeah, in his tank, you know, getting prepared. How what you he, what did he that? do the last time he did that?
3: What, what happened the last he, time? He dropped that photo July 2020, gentlemen. What happened after that? What, what,
0: what, what happened? Talk to us. The hardest championship in NBA history. Let's go! <laughs> Global pandemic. Remember. Life on oh, the line. What happened last time? Imprisoned at Disney World. <laughs>
3: Artist room ever not standard accommodations (laughs) might have been a presidential suite it was musty though was it getting cleaned every day no every three to four days reusing the same towel shout out
1: dan orvlovsky do you think if you call do you think if you call disney world and like can i get the lebron room they'll give it to you do you think they know and will like you can book that you would think this Zach. I,
0: I, I was, this is a I very like thing that there. Zach. You
1: know, Jordan has the Atlantis room, the bridge at the Bahamas in Atlantis. That's called the Jordan room, because he stayed there so much. Really? He
0: was getting it in. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: he hid there so yeah. much, you feel me? That was his honeycomb hot out. That's what we called it. You feel me? Uh, yeah,
1: Alright, last thing. We're in March, obviously. Are we? We're in March. Low little March madness going. On. Are, are you, you got happy as the... March, Zach? I
3: yeah. Are you <laughs> happy it's no longer February. <laughs> oh, ah! Not hitting with that, G.
1: Zach is an ally. But you know, you got UCLA, their favorite, right? Mm. Arizona State. Now we're actually in it. You guys made it. I was proud to see it. Congratulations. Uh, How long has it been? We've made it several times, to Bobby Hurley. Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. you know, you know, it, he he but does all made, right.
3: You made it. It wasn't that janky. First four got go we to go to. we the Ohio. first four. I know what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, you got yeah. through Woo. smack we, cheeks.
1: That's the project. You lose that, you can't put that on the banner. <laughs> first mean. four doesn't count. <laughs> That's the play. <laughs> right, yeah. right? right. and uh, they made it thankfully. And now we go play TCU. So I want to ask you guys: Do you have a favorite or anything? You're any player you want to watch in March Madness? So I got this gentleman sweatshirt: Jaime Jaquez Jr., the Pride of Camarillo
3: a uh, yes. you know, just spectacular career you said like player of the year deserve it no other player deserved it other yeah. than him no Lithuanians, no Arizonans. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you <He> got it. <laughs> Lithuanians. <laughs> Tubelis, he's a, right? yeah, as as Tubelis, He's Arizona a killer though. He's, he's a killer. Well. So I'm rocking behind me in this crew. I think they got a, a good star crew. Uh Obviously, losing Jalen Clark, defensive player of the year, it's gonna hurt. But we got Amari Bailey, and he's in light-skinned mode activated. He's out here that doing it. That call was such Did You dog see that shit. call,
0: bro, bro? That call, G. Like, get that man the fuck away from back twelve, back twelve, Tony Padilla. <laughs> it's so Tony bad, Padilla. it felt racist. I'm like, like. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, did it not? I'm the bro, like, it's so bad. I'm like, bro, this has to be some racism here. Well, so, since we're leaving the conference, uh, in a lot of ways, you are correct.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. I do want to share uh, Hawke's story. So I went with Josiah to see ASU play UCLA. ASU lost. We're watching we Hawke's. is cooking. <laughs> I think he had 28 on the game, but we're looking up. It's like 17. And he keeps scoring, he keeps scoring. And I'm like, damn, he's cooking. And Joe's like, oh, he needs more. Like, keep, keep, keep feeding him. Keep getting him buckets. And ironically, that very night, he passed your dad for all time. Oh, wow. On the all-time scoring list. I'm, I'm sure there
3: was some, some chicanery going down. <laughs> Less games, Yankee schedule. <laughs> My dad was playing in the Pac-8. It's the Pac-12. Now you got two more conference games. Yeah. Definitely some chicanery. But shout out to Jaime. A great dude. Love his family. Uh, sisters of Hooper, too. McDonald's All-American doing her thing. So. Yeah. I think we'll get farther than the
1: Arizona, and I think that's all that matters that's as all we that matters. reach kind of guys, our, our pinnacle in the to, pack. The thing that's my nightmare is if ASU wins, they beat TCU, then they beat Gonzaga, they get to play you guys for like a fifth time, just get starched again. That's Like, what we're hoping I don't for. that. Let's go, brother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right, on the topic of March Madness, we got one of the best players in the women's bracket, Angel Reese.
3: One of the best players, period. Period, my guy. She is a doll.
1: We got Angel Reese coming up next. Stay tuned.
2: Welcome to Out of Pocket, the
0: hoop
1: show for real hoop fans. I'm the Jethro Jenkins, Josiah Johnson. I'm Zach Schwartz, and we are blessed to have Angel Reese, one of the best hoopers in America right now. Angel, how's it going?
2: It's good. Hi.
1: You Getting ready for a March Madness run. Are you getting nervous, excited? You obviously got your eyes set on Dallas. How's that all going?
2: I'm excited. I mean, I came to LSU for games like this to get in get in March. So it's finally here. I feel like I've been here for a long time. And I think we've had a long um, non-conference and then conference schedule. So I feel like our team is really ready right now. And I think we're really excited.
0: So I want to start off with, with Slam. How did it feel when you got that call? That's a big, big, big deal.
2: So actually, Flajay's mom, um, my teammate Flajay, she, so. her, her mom is her momager. So her mom <laughs> got her, got it for her. And then momager. I, they asked, I, cause I had to work with Slam, like when I was in high school from going from my senior year to, to college. So I had worked with them before. So they were like, let's do a collab. And then being able to do that, that was amazing. I mean, the pictures came out so fire. Fine. Um, they, it was just amazing. I loved it.
1: Did you grow up reading Slam and like having the magazines and stuff in your house?
2: Yes, I love Slam. Like I always said, I wanted to be on the cover of Slam. And like when yeah. I got that when I haven't gotten a, a, a hard copy just yet, but when that hard copy comes, I know I'm going to be really excited about it. So I've, al- I've always had like t-shirts and stuff like that of like just the Slam cover. So some t-shirts are going to be coming out too. So it's just fire. I love it. For sure.
3: Can we get the autograph? Can we get the autograph hard copies? Yeah, for sure, for We'll sure, pay for, for shipping sure. and handling. I don't know. No, NCAA gotcha. rules, everything. <laughs> yeah, don't know. no, no. I I don't know how it go. You know, you come from a, a basketball family. Your mom and your dad both hooped in college and professionally. But when did you fall in love with basketball?
2: Um, Probably when I was like fourth, fifth grade. I used to play on an a older team. So, I was kind of the little one on the older team, and then I feel like I was, I was pretty good. And then, like, eighth, seventh, eighth grade, I kind of got some offers, and I used to always play with my brother. And just seeing how competitive it was, it was just a lot of fun. I mean, I tried different sports. I played volleyball, ran track and stuff, but it wasn't really for me. So basketball is just something I fell in love with.
3: And what was your first offer? Do you remember?
2: Georgetown. It was, like, oh, close to home. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah.
1: Now you're having a great year. You had a great sophomore year at Maryland Mm -hmm. and chose to leave and have had an even better year at LSU. What kind of went into the process of choosing to leave Maryland? Obviously it's worked out, but what sort of was your mentality behind leaving Maryland?
2: It was hard. I mean, it was really, really hard leaving my mom and my brother goes to Maryland. So that family atmosphere was really hard for me, but I had to make a decision best for my career. And I think just I wanted a fresh start. Being able to play my game, being a big guard at the next level, I know I'm going to be able to play that four, stretch four position. So being able to play with another five and then a a really great coach like Kim Mulkey and the program that she has. And then of course being able to market myself. I mean, being who I am, I've, I've, as you guys have seen, I've been able to be who I am and embrace who I am. So I think this was the best decision I've ever made in my life. And like, it has changed my life so much in a great way. So, it was it was hard, but it I, I mean, I think it paid off.
1: I asked you this kind of before the show, but LSU sort of has become like the bag getting like Like people, (laughs) you, Livy Flauget. Was there part of the allure to the school with that or was that just kind of basketball? It was hoops first, that was secondary.
2: Yeah, I didn't really know much about that. Like I didn't really know who Livy Dunn was. I knew Flauget. She was a rapper. She's a top, she was a top player as well. But then when I came here on my visit, they had their own NIL program. And that was just something that I have never seen before where they can just help me, help me brand myself, help me with taxes, things that I, that you really don't learn in school. So, just they help me so much i mean that nil it's called nil shoot, and they help you with a lot of stuff so it was amazing when i seen that it was just perfect for me
3: so what advice would you give to somebody navigating that nil landscape it seems like it's still all kind of brand new it's the wild wild west you hear a lot of positive stories like yourself and, and other athletes but there's also a lot of negative side to it too like you yeah. mentioned like a lot of people don't know they got to pay taxes on all that bread they're getting so yes. they think they get that <laughs> check and they, they got to pay their uncle their uncle's coming for that bread
2: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, my brother, that's my brother. My brother think he can just spend, 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 and my mom be having to remind him, you got to pay taxes, you got to put some money to the side for taxes. So, I mean, honestly, I mean, one of my biggest things that I had to kind of learn early on was like, all money isn't good money. And just mm. because mm. you're, it's a big, it might be a good price at the moment, but like, do you see yourself actually wanting to authentic- authentically wear the brand? And I kind of had to separate that because a lot of times, they do offer me a lot of money, but like, if I'm not interested in it, it's just like, why am I putting this fake stuff on my Instagram? So I think that's one of the big things I had to kind of separate. And it was hard. I mean, I work with somebody. I'm not signed with the agency, but I do work with somebody. But just being able to separate that. Another thing, just as a woman, like, I feel like sometimes you might get, we kind of get low balls sometimes, but I feel like on the NIL space, if you look at the, I think the women right behind football, I think the women are like right there. So that was just something that was important to me, just being able to have the same prices or getting the same equality as, as, as the men. So that was another important thing when it comes to that.
0: What's, what's the first thing you copped when that bag came in?
2: <laughs> I'll try uh, to see where I that don't money know. went. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really, I'm not really a, <laughs> I'm not really a, I, I already, I always bought a lot of nice stuff. So yeah. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. something that I had my eye on that I was like, I gotta buy this when I get the NAO bag. So I don't know. It, it's, it's it's been coming and I'm happy.
0: <laughs> you ain't you ain't cop a hellcat or nothing like that. You No, 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 no,
2: no, my mama pay actually my mom pays my my car my car right now. Oh, so she cow, said that's fire. once I once she finished paying it off in uh December, she said I can buy a new car. So that'll okay. be when right I can get
3: a new car. Okay. Right. Okay.
1: On. Yeah. I respect it. it. Well obviously in March, and I, I gotta ask, just as a basketball fan, you know, UConn is sort of been the the top dog, for lack of a better term, in women's basketball for so long. Uh as far as your recruitment goes and now being in the tournament, do you like kind of look at UConn and be like, I want to prove to them like you kind of like screw UConn a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's been sort of the marquee program. Now you're looking and like you see them in the tournament. Uh, it, does that go through your mind at all?
2: Um, not really. I mean, I have the same okay. mindset towards every team. I mean, I'm really competitive, so Each team, I mean, we have to get through the first round to even see UConn within what they're, I think they're on the other side of the bracket. So just being able to take one game at a time because you can't take any opponent lightly, Mm -hmm. honestly. I mean, I've, I've learned that for sure. We played Tennessee and SEC tournament and we lost to them. So, and we beat them the first time. So Mm -hmm. we probably went in there. We were up 17. So you can't really take opponents lightly. Anybody can have a great night, any night. But I mean, I do admire their program. They have had a great, history of pros, championships, amazing coach. So, I mean, I do admire their program.
3: You want that smoke, though, I think it's fair to say.
2: Yeah, we want that yeah. smoke. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all that matters.
3: Of, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, where did you get the nickname Bayou Barbie, and what did you think when you first heard
2: it? Um, It was actually one of the fans. My mom had came down to one of the games. She heard one of the fans say it, and then she told me, and then, I ran with it. So the bar, the Bayou part is, of course, Baton Rouge, the New Orleans area. They call this the Bayou. And then the Barbie part is like my nails, lashes, edges, hair, all that stuff is always done. So they call me the Bayou Barbie and I got it trademarked and I got t-shirts and merch and hats, everything, sweatpants and stuff like that. So I love it. Everybody calls me that down here. I mean, the, the Baton Rouge is kind of like Baltimore, like a city area that supports women's basketball. It's it's the hood down the street. Trust me, the hood is down the street. So I just love it here.
3: And, and New Orleans, I know them roads is janky. How are the roads out there in Baton Rouge? <laughs>
2: that just just the same. Just okay. No the potholes oh, yeah. everywhere. You got yeah, to be careful serious. what kind of, what kind of car you get. Yeah, you got cause you're sure. gonna get yeah, them rims and the alignment. So
3: <laughs> I know you mentioned. I think on your recruiting trip when you came out there, Kim Mulkey had the uh, the nice seafood spread for you. Had all the good oh stuff. God. All, all the fire. But you're a Baltimore native, so I gotta know who got the better seafood: Louisiana or Baltimore?
2: Baltimore, we got the best Easy. seafood because they don't have they don't have obey. Well, well, they have obey, but they don't use obey. They use Creole, and I don't like that. And okay, I, I, got I had it. they like crawfish boils, and I just feel like it's so much work for a little piece of meat. It's just it's not like they don't have no. crab legs. My teammates be trying to say the blue. They don't know nothing about the blue crab. They don't know nothing about that stuff. So. <laughs> They, I'm going to bring them back home, I, or I'm going to bring some back home um, from when I go home this summer. So. Hey, crawfish brother, look
3: like Robert's little roaches. On.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious little roaches, though, man. I just can't butt. get, look like so a big like, old thing not, of roaches. I, can't,
3: I can get down with the blue crabs, though. I can't get down with the, I've never been to crawfish. Crab I ain't fire. eating this little roach. AJ, you make a
0: great point, though.
1: This is a lot of work for
3: it no is. at all. No, and it's not. I
2: agree. It's not worth it.
0: So, your teammate Flajay, uh, she's a rapper, and she got bars too. Facts, when, we, facts. when we when we go and see you featured on a song, you know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I told her uh-uh, I'll be in the back. I told her to make a love song, and I told her I'll be I'll be in the back. She told me like a video of Vixen, and I was like, yeah, I'll be the cute girl on the back and just being able to be back. I'm her hype man though. Whenever okay, she yeah. does stuff, when she goes to, uh, we had like a little banquet last night, and she performed in front of all the um, people, and I'll be the girl, and I'll be recording everything, like her mom, and just I'm I'm the girl in the back and just hype up, so I let her do that. She's a great, really great rapper. So I'm happy for her.
0: No ad libs, nothing.
2: You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm, I'm <laughs> not. Getting- <laughs> nah, nah, nah.
1: I gotta ask. Your name is now starting to get mentioned with some of the greats, like the LSU greats. How does that kind of feel for you, being? Mentioned with such rarefied air.
2: I mean, honestly, for me, it's kind of overwhelming because honestly, I don't think I've done anything yet. I haven't won a championship. I haven't been to a final four. I mean, I'm breaking records individually, but like, I have bigger goals. Like, when I came here, I want to. Win a national championship. I want to get to a final four. And I mean, Simone and Sylvia, those two, they've done, they've, they've gotten there. So just being able to follow their steps. I mean, they've been great role, role models for me. I've talked to Sylvia and I've talked to Simone. I don't know if you've seen that picture wow. of me, uh, Simone when I was younger and I was like, I was like eight or seven years old. So that's a surreal moment for me. And I'm, I still fangirl over them. So it is overwhelming for me because I just, I give respect to them. They have laid the flowers down for me. So it's, yeah, it's just overwhelming sometimes.
3: And what did, what did it mean to you to break Sylvia's consecutive double double record this season? And I feel a lot of us on the West Coast, we don't really rock with the East Coast like that. No disrespect to LSU or whatever y'all got going on. But every time I'm watching ESPN, they showing and they building up to it. So I'm like, oh, okay, I see Andrew out there really doing some things. So what did it mean to you to, to be able to do that?
2: It meant a, it meant a lot. I mean, I, I think I have worked hard, but I can't do it without my teammates. My teammates, whenever they miss a shot, miss a shot, I can get the rebound, so it helped. They they help me out a little bit. Um, they give me the ball a lot, so I do whatever it takes to win. And just being able to have Sylvia there as really supportive supportive of me is is just something that's really important.
0: You're a bully on the court. You average twenty three <laughs> and fifteen, crazy. You know I what I mean, really, like, <laughs> bro, like, like who did who did you watch growing up? Who inspired you to play basketball in the way you do?
2: Um, MJ, that era, like, oh, for real. I mean, I would like that that Dennis Rodman era. Like, I love that. Like that that's that's kind of like what I love. Like that grit where they pushing around and like they just playing ball like they hooping like they outside like that's just kind of that's that's what I love growing up in Baltimore playing outside just being able to be so competitive I used to play with boys as well so Mm -hmm. I think it wasn't I mean MJ and like that era but like just being able to play with the in Baltimore and playing with boys kind of developed me who I am
1: well we were talking like west coast you you play in the nice weather east coast you're playing outside shitty weather you may not shoot as well but you're a lot tougher. Do you feel like East Coast players are a lot tougher than West yeah. Coast players?
2: Yeah, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. West Coast players be a little soft.
1: Ah, <laughs> slow down. I'm from St. Slow. Louis. I don't claim St. Louis. Yeah, slow no, down. St. Louis.
0: Y'all, St. Louis <laughs> in the Lou. Y'all be yeah. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, stuff we. Be- Thank you.
3: Thank y'all you. all stepping in the loo. Y'all stepping in the loo. For sure. It start. ain't our no fault the weather nice out here.
2: No, we I'm have just the, saying, the like, buttery jumpers. West Coast, y'all just play cute. Like, y'all be just trying to play <laughs> so cute. Like, nah.
0: No contact. I love that. Well, some, yeah. some people are saying you can leave now and go to the W. Like, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like you ready to make a jump like that? If it was available um,
2: to you? I'm, I'm, I love college. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, I love college and development-wise, no, I don't think I'm ready to go to the WNBA. Even next year, like, I'm going to be a senior and not have a chance to come back. But the amount of money I can make in college is way more amount of money I can make in the WNBA. So Mm. I'm definitely going to be taking that into into consideration for sure. But, I mean, the WNBA is my dream. That's for sure sure. my dream. And that's where I want to leave my legacy at. But I also want to leave this legacy here at LSU. I have really big goals. So, I mean, hopefully the chips fall in the right place at the right time. So, Right now, I love college and I'm staying at college. If it was to come down to it,
1: Coach Mulkey, uh, that first practice playing for her, what was it like? Was was she harder than previous coaches you'd had? What was that sort of moment yes,
2: like? Yes, yes. I'm telling you, not everybody can be coached by Ken Moki. Like she's very hard on you. She she shows, but she shows tough love. Like. I just really appreciate a coach like that. One, we practice for four hours, but it's great work. Like the work, it's it's in the summertime. It's in okay. the summer. Okay. It's only okay. in the summer. Like right now, we've cut it down to hour and a half two. But okay. okay, it's great work. It's like I just feel like every day I was getting better. It was so competitive. She was on me. Like when you're the best player, sometimes the coaches they kind of slack off and they don't really get on you how they should. Coach, she's going to call me out before anybody. She, she holds me to a, a high, high, high standard. I don't know. She's just amazing. She just keeps it real. She tells me exactly not what I want to hear, what I need to hear. Like the South Carolina game, she said, you have four rebounds and I have it written on my locker that four rebounds. And I, I like, that's just something I won't forget. Like she I keeps it that. real. And I, I don't think a lot of players would be able to take that. And a lot of players will even be able to respond to that. But I needed Kim, Kim, I, I needed Coach Moki.
1: Is is she the type that like in film she's putting together like a little reel if you've had a bad game and you're sitting there like <laughs> No,
2: but she's Never definitely going to make sure we going back and back and replaying that one clip that you messed up on. Yeah, she's just going to sit there God. like why why tell me why I want to answer today why you did this. Why did you do this? So That's great. Coach she, she I love her.
1: <laughs> awesome.
2: Speaking of
0: intensity, there's a clip of you like losing your shoe trying to put it back <laughs> on in game. A guard goes to the bucket. You push the guard shit. You know what I mean? Look at the guard and be like, get that shit the fuck out of there. You know what I mean?
2: Fire clip. Intense as hell. Was it worth the tech? You know what I mean? It was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah. It was worth it. I mean, because if I took that playoff, I think the game was pretty close. That was a close game. And mm-hmm. if I had took that playoff, we could have lost that game. So I just didn't want to take the yeah. playoff. And I think my teammate had got beat off the dribble. I kind of whispered, not no. whispered. I told the ref, like, hold on one second, one second. She didn't want to wait. So that was what it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, your 90s idols would have been very proud of Oh, yeah. Of that. Really? Ah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. Really?
2: <laughs> would, they got a, do think, would they get a tech? Too- What? What MJ got to tech, though? Hell, Hell no. That was not tech worthy. That was not
0: tech worthy. That was not tech worthy. I mean, you just, I mean, dude, you had a shoe in one hand, blocked her with the other hand. I think you deserve to drop a few curse words and mug a little bit. And, you know, <laughs> at, at minimum, you know what I mean? At minimum, you feel me?
3: And they can't give you a tech for that. That's, that's, nah, not, not for that's the shoe crazy, in the can. Let's talk about your, your squad a little bit. So you came in, you had four freshmen, five transfers, How long did it take y'all to come together and really become a team? Do you remember a specific moment where it was like, all right, I'm rocking with these women, and we're going to really go out here and do something special?
2: I think it was when we were in Hawaii. We played Oregon State, and Coach told us before the game she had never beat Oregon State. When she was at Baylor, all the championships she's been through, she had never beat Oregon State. And we kind of took that person. I feel like she had like a little – edging or where she was like, I don't think y'all can beat them. Like, I don't know if y'all can beat them. I don't know if y'all ready. Mind you, this is like December. We're not home. And this is one of our first big games, rank, ranked opponent. So when we played and everybody came out hot, everybody, free smoke. Like, that's our that's our theme, free smoke. So everybody <laughs> got the smoke. Everybody was on it. It was just like everybody had just got together. And I don't know, we we, we was rolling. So that's kind of how how we knew.
3: So you talk about the importance of growing the women's game. You know, this LSU squad has a lot of swag. I'll just, I'll say that. You got a lot of dynamic <laughs> personalities and y'all become kind of a media sensation, but what's it been like for you to see all the love you're getting and all the hate you're getting too across the country?
2: It get crazy. Only the strong survive because it get crazy. It get crazy because, it, it get crazy. But I mean, you got to take the go with the bad. I mean, I've gotten a lot of great feedback, of course, but of course, I'm going to get negative as well. And I mean, I don't read a lot of, I mean, I read some stuff. I didn't even know if I was going to go viral off of the tweet I had posted and then the shoe, the shoe blog. I didn't think I was going to go viral for that stuff, but you just kind of, kind of take the good with the bad. Sometimes I mentally just have to take a break from social media because it can get, can get overwhelming. It can distract you from a lot of things. So just mentally it's, it's, it's good and bad. It's positive. I mean, we're all human. Nobody wants to hear negative things about them, but I know it just comes with it.
1: You guys have uh two losses this season, one to an undefeated team in South Carolina and one just from the SEC tournament, which mm-hmm. Joe and I have talked about this, those tournament games. like It's such a toss-up. Yeah, The conference tournaments are so weird. But how have those two losses this season prepped you guys for your tournament run?
2: I'm glad we only lost two because when we get to yeah. practice... When practice after a loss is never good, is never good for us. But I mean, I think it was been a learning experience for us for sure. I mean, the South Carolina, they're. They're who they are. They're, they're really great. An environment like that, even just to ha- go there, um, an undefeated team. They won a Natty last year. So I think that was definitely a first a learning experience for us. And then the Tennessee Laws, that was just us. We, we lost that game on our own. And then coming back to the film room, being able to pay attention to detail, going over a lot of film. We are, you have to remember, we are a young team. We have nine new pieces on the team. So, being able to come in and do things that many people don't expect. We still have to pat ourselves on the back like we are still what 28 and 2. Like we're still a top 10 team yeah. in the country where we're not supposed to be. We're finishing second in the SEC. So mm-hmm. we have to kind of be humble about everything but also like I think sometimes we can just give ourselves a pat on the back on things.
1: How excited are you just for this tournament and to really show out and you you know you've obviously established yourself as such a name. But now to kind of get to do this on the biggest stage with the team that you really love, with the coach that you clearly really love, how excited are you? For March,
2: I'm excited. I mean, my freshman and sophomore year, I've only been to the Sweet 16. So my goal is definitely to get past the Sweet 16. And I think we have the the key, the skills, the coaches, the atmosphere, the environment. We have everything, all the tools. So now it's just about how we piece it together, and that's our theme for this year: piecing it together. And then now just focusing, focusing for four. So just being able to focus for all four quarters, staying together as one, listening to the coaches. Just being disciplined, getting our rest, recovery. So I'm excited. March is my favorite month. I mean, it's just anybody can win on any given night. It don't matter what seed you are. So I'm excited, and I'm just looking forward to it.
0: Right on. You you talked about watching NBA. MJ, you know what I'm saying, Robin and all them. Who's your favorite WNBA player?
2: I have two. Okay. Asia Wilson. That's my girl. And then Candace Parker. Candice
0: Parker, yeah. Two gods. Two, yeah. two, two big odds, big odds. You feel big me? Odds. Yeah. Let me, let me put some respect in their name. My bad, my bad. For sure, yeah. for sure. <laughs> you talked about Candace Parker. What do you think about the, you know, the, the super oh team, my God. There? How are you feeling and about that? And I already that?
2: love Vegas. Vegas was my team anyway. So I already <laughs> love, I already love Asia and I already love that Kelsey, all of them. That's a power team. Like that team is, ooh. I I got to get to a game this summer for sure.
3: So I see you rocking the Kobe shirt too. And I know, I know the viewers at home can't necessarily see it, but what yeah. is, what does Kobe mean to you? And how much has he just inspired you to really go out there and just reach the pinnacle of your, your athletic skills,
2: just his work ethic, like the way he worked every single day, no matter what, even though he knew he was good, he, he knew it was much more. And just sometimes I'll just watch motivational, like even days that I don't want to get up, just thinking about people don't always have these same opportunities. and, Unfortunately, he passed away. And I know he has so much more to give to the game. And just being able to play for him and his daughter is just something that has always been inspiring to me. That was like just so tragic that that happened. But I just play just because many people don't have the opportunity to play and don't get those second chances. So I just play hard because he just, I don't know, he put a lot into the game and I just really respect him.
3: Let's talk about LSU a little bit. You said you love the college experience and you're not even ready to go to the WNBA. What is it about that LSU campus? Because I'm going to be real, I just, I just drove through there one time, didn't really get to turn up at all. But what, what is about that campus that you love so much?
2: Just the fans. Do y'all, do y'all know we get more fans than the men's team? <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, 15,000 people at a, at a game and the student sections coming out, the older people coming out, the young people coming out, the whole city coming out. When you walk down the street, they know who you are. They respect you. And I just feel like LSU is just one of a kind. I mean, we're growing on and off the court. They let you embrace who you are. I feel like I've grown my platform just because I've been able to be me. Like, Coach has never had to hold me back from being me telling me, no, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Like, I know the line to draw when it comes to certain things and when, when I, when, with things to do and not to do, but I just feel like LSU is just, it's one of a kind. If I was a regular student, I'm coming to LSU. Like the turn up that the regular students be having, they, they be turned up too. So I, I, I love LSU.
3: Y'all get more fans than, uh, the man team, do y'all flex on them at all? Or is it like, y'all, y'all, gotta get out the gym. We're trying to get this working? Nah, in. we ain't flex on
2: them. Nah, this, we ain't flex. We
1: luckily <laughs> like, we, we got the money here. <laughs> right, right. Y'all nah, gotta shake, we'll,
2: you feel me? Nah, we'll <laughs> flex. we don't, we don't flex on them. They're, they're a building program. Um, this is their coach's yeah. first year and everything that had gone on with them last year. So they're, they're going to be building up.
0: Not even a life flex, though. You know what I mean? Nah, last,
2: nah, when we lost to Tennessee, they had something slick to say. And it was like, how y'all lost? And we was like, the same reason y'all lost 13 conference games. <laughs> so they, had, they be trying to flex <laughs> on us sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they like to joke around because they know we not expected to lose. So when we lose, right, it's right. just a big old thing. So, yeah. Thank yeah, you,
1: yeah, yeah. Outside of LSU, who is the most hostile gym to go play in?
2: South Carolina was. That was a. That's an environment. That's an environment. Yeah. The fans, they that's an environment. And they go hard on Twitter. They go hard on off the court on social media, they go hard. So you gotta have thick skin when it comes to reading all that stuff after so after after that game, they they go hard for sure.
3: <laughs> What's the wildest thing somebody said to you on Twitter? I did on Twitter a lot and I get a, a lot of death threats, a lot of hate. Death but I love threats. it. I just I just eat up. Yeah. Really. So they're coming nah. at you crazy like that.
2: Yes. Like it's it's crazy. It's bad. Like it's real bad.
3: What I've learned about all that stuff is if somebody's gonna do it, they would just do it. They're not gonna be like, Hey, I'm gonna do it. So I just kinda laugh at all of them like, You're a keyboard warrior, you ain't gonna do shit.
0: Is it worse after big games? Like when you had like you had a thirty six and twenty game? Or is it worse after like the loss? Where like people are at your head, like
2: the loss. Or no. Well, many people think that our team isn't that good because our conference out of conference schedule wasn't that good. So Ooh. people always say, Oh, she only does this against um, the lower teams, or she doesn't do this against great teams. So then I got to prove myself. It, it the good and the bad, both both times. Well, if we win and I had thirty six, they're still going to be saying something. We lose, they're definitely going to be saying something. So they always got something to say. Did you know you had thirty six in that game? Mm-hmm. Like, did you yeah. know? Like you, you you just like
0: you lost count. That's how many. That's how you many don't to keep can track? track. You weren't like, no, well, I am Almost at thirty.
2: Sneaking a little peek at the score. Me, Nah, they all they have this board that they'll tell me when I have a double double. Once I have a double double, then I already know. That's that that's all I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you do you bookmark any of those tweets? Like when you to come back and be like just I, i'm too petty like i would save one and just reply with the, the stat line that night after you nah, that, that kid's team
2: not really i got some i got okay. some i got some uh, some get back tiktoks though like i got some <laughs> okay
1: good <laughs> fuck it that's great i don't know yeah, shit great. about tiktok but that sounds exciting <laughs> right i'm, I'm, I'm right, all about right, pettiness God, that's awesome
3: <laughs> let's talk about you a little bit coming up you play point guard right then you had the growth spurt yeah. So how did those guard skills help you translate to now being a playing more of a, you know, forward big role? It
2: helped it helps me a lot for sure, being able to dribble past a lot of the post players because a lot of I'm usually the tallest, so they usually have the post guarding me. But I mean lately in practice they've been putting me at the three. So I've been able to come off screens and, and get to the bucket. So that's just being able to expand my game. I think it's hard for a lot of players. I mean, I love playing defense. So being able to switch one through five is also something that has helped me.
1: Being the sort of hybrid player that you are with guard skills and then having the growth spurt, when you're looking and you see a big in front of you or a smaller garden for you, which one is more food to you? Like, which one are you looking at? Like, oh, I'm cooking that big or small?
2: Big. 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 I Like, when I'm coming out, like at the top, like if I get the ball at the yeah. top, it's big <laughs> for sure. But when I'm down low, okay. of course, it's small.
1: <laughs> Mouse in the house. I got yeah. you. I got you.
3: I love. I'm just sorry. I come from a. I come from an older generation where coaches weren't really letting us get that off. If I was you, were big, like get your ass in the post. What are you dribbling for? What are you doing? So it, always, it always warms my heart, though, when I see when I see forwards bringing the ball up the court centers, whatever, and just mixing people and really just getting yeah. into it. So it just you know, it's just, I just almost shed a tear just just thinking about
0: <laughs> the PTSD.
3: Of like what you dribbling for? Get
0: your big ass in the post. Even if you got a bucket, even if you got a bucket, they like what are you doing? You know, you still yeah. do something wrong. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, for sure. Angel, we appreciate you jumping on. I know I know I'm rooting for you. I'm sure these so. guys are rooting for you. Thank you. you you got us. We're rooting for you guys all tournament long. So Thank make a make a deep run and uh I can't wait to watch it. Unless Thank you see them, you say, say like, broons, other than that, I'm rocking with you. Unless you see <laughs> I
3: ain't okay. from what? here.
0: F- fuck the Bruins.
3: You like you alumni. It like? I gotta rock. I gotta <laughs> run, I
0: gotta,
1: <laughs> run, I gotta, run, I gotta <laughs> <laughs> with them. Yeah, I am all LSU. I got you. That's it.
2: Thank you. Don't I got
1: you.